Oh no. Um. Um. Brainstorm. Brainstorm. Mm, sitting by the dock on the bay. Um. I don't know I what got, that uh... even is. It's a song by someone who I don't know. It's a it's a dad song. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. What the fuck is up, duelists? <laughs> Welcome to Pod of Greed, the world's only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp. My name is Max, a.k.a. Duke X Machina. I am Argyle's nobody, Lexiog. I am Dan, a.k.a. Joey Got Norded. It finally happened. Mm-hmm. Um, c- coming, coming right out the gate, these were like... Some of the best episodes ever. Oh my I god! Think. These were, um, I think these are a, a landmark set of episodes. Like just uh, a really, really good like character development. They're very emotional. Uh, I, I'm not the type to cry on things, but if I were, I would have. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, 100%. this first half was, in- this I think it got really strong by. By uh, part two of the of the first half of this, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get into that, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a very good set of episodes this week, folks. We're talking about yeah. season two, episode twenty six and twenty seven of Yu Gi Oh Duel Monsters. Uh, what what are those in Japan? Um, in Japanese, it is episode seventy five, Heartless Duel, Yu Gi versus Genochi. Uh, I, we got uh, friends till the end, parts one and two. They sure are, folks. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we start out seeing Malak doing his strut down the dock in his wonderful crop top hoodie, which I love to see every single time he's, it's he's, on screen. He's just like a chatting with Taya and Joey, and the, the vibe I get from this scene is that he just really like he just needs like friends to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. He's like he he's pretty... just <laughs> He's just kinda lonely. Mm. He's he's yeah. He's he's lonely. Nobody care him. Yeah, I mean he's got all these servants and stuff, but you know they're, yeah. he, they're not friends. You know that's like he has like a hierarchy over them. It's but yeah, and Joey. Well, I mean they are his mind slaves, but <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not ride or die. They're like paycheck to paycheck. Sure. <clears throat> um. So he's he's chatting with his his new friends. Uh, we see Rashid. Uh, Odeon. And Odeon, yes. Yeah, he introduces himself as Odeon. And um, he's the face tattoo guy, by the way. Yeah. Because yeah. And he has gotten 12 locator cards, enough for the both of them. <laughs> My man's yeah. is like a dual champion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's just kicking ass all over the place. Um, Although, I'm pretty sure that anyone can win puzzle cards that quickly if they're not being dragged into all sorts of like ridiculous gimmick duels like every main character is. Well yeah, obviously. Yeah. You could just duel you could just do like my Valentine. She's off screen getting <laughs> locator cards, presumably, just from yes. like five year olds that are in the tournament. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, okay. But yeah, like Joey's like specifically going against the gimmick one so he can get I guess so he can get the best cards. Yeah. Um, so the reason he has 12 is he's going to give six to Malik, uh, and then six for himself. And Malik says, I don't need to brainwash you because I know you'll never betray me. And at this point, the episode cuts to the It's Always Sunny title card that says Rashid betrays Malik. (laughs) Um, no, but it, it, uh, in our thing, Merrick, uh, he says, you know, hey, that's great that you got the locator cards, but, you know, we probably won't need them because uh, I'm going to get all three of the god cards before the finals even happen. Um, but, just sure, in case. Sure, Jan. Hold on. Sure, to them, Jan. Yeah. yeah. And uh-huh. uh, they discuss that they have prepared a special deck full of extremely rare magic cards for Joey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They specifically call it in Japanese a burn deck, which I think is an actual term. 
Um, hmm. it's, his, his, it's yeah, that's a, a thing. Yeah, I think I don't know if this is like true for everything, but they say it's a burn deck that will deal that will deal great damage to the player. So presumably, it's all about dealing direct damage and bypassing yeah. monsters and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah and right. that is kind of the strategy going into this. Yeah, so is to just go just really aggressive, go straight for the life points. A-G-G-R-E-S-S-I-V-E. Yeah, so next we see uh, Yami, Kaiba, and Mokuba on the helicopter heading to the docks, and Kaiba is heavily prioritizing getting really good Yu-Gi-Oh cards over saving people who are mind-slaved, and Yami's pissed about it. Yeah, Kaiba Kaiba forgot every single ounce of teamwork and friendship he learned last episode. (laughs) Yeah. He specifically says that he works better on his own immediately after a duel where he nearly got his ass kicked for trying oh, to do yeah. things on his own. He, he is <laughs> taking all the credit for winning the duel. He's like, I won that with no help from you. It was me and Obelisk that did it. My boyfriend, uh, Obelisk, <laughs> the Tormentor. Uh, and you had nothing to do with it. So I'm sorry, but I'm going to find the god cards before we do anything to help your friends. Yeah, um, he... He's, like, roasting Yugi because he's like, oh, you're not going to be able to save Genoshi. You don't have a plan because there's no room for you to do teamwork. And literally every other duel Yami's done has just been a one-on-one. So, like, it's not like he's incompetent. Uh, that just was says, the paradox duel. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I have memory of a goldfish. Um, Yeah. So we just get a very quick Kaiba roast as they land on the docks. They see Joey on the pier, and Kam- Yami gives, like, a warning to Kaiba, but Kaiba does not care. No. Um, well, he doesn't believe in these magic tricks. Uh, I, I want to point out that, so, Joey, uh, of course, he still has the Brooklyn accent, but he is uh, speaking with Merrick's, like, speech pattern. So, like, yeah, he, it's, oh. he's, his sentences are, uh, like, a lot more slowed down and broken, like, like clearly enunciated but he's still got that he's still talking like this um uh and also with the like dark demon voice saying it yeah. at the same time <laughs> right it's like uh, overlaid yeah it's absolutely know. wonderful uh hilarious yeah i don't know if we ever mentioned before but whenever someone's like norted by merrick they have like a demon voice underlaying it yeah that's just that's just standard you know brainwash mind control oh, procedure yeah. um for us, he just talks like Genochi. Hmm. He, he's he's not really that different. Well, I, and I was curious, and I was going to ask if he talks with Skeletor voice or if it's Joey's voice. And I think that this is probably the best option. Just yeah, like, it, it's Joey's. He, it's like it's still Joey's voice actor with the accent and all, but he's like speaking in the cadence of Merrick. Yeah, which right. I, I Gen- thought was pretty interesting. Yeah, he says, "I want to beat up Yugi." <laughs> Like, that's a basically a direct quote. <laughs> oh, okay. That's good. He, di- he just wants to have a fight. He, even while brainwashed, he can't suppress his tendencies. Like, we see both, like, like Joey Norton, Taya Norton, like, they're taken to this special dueling arena, which is, like, it's this sort of, like, a uh, thing where, like, an anchor is attached to it. It's like a... This is a very elaborate... It's, it's, like a, a, it's, a, it's a Scooby-Doo trap, is what it is. Yeah. It's a square ring... There's an anchor in the middle that that can fall into the ocean, and both of them ha- have to get a chain attached to their leg that is attached to the anchor. Uh, e- the cur- the conditions are that that when the match ends, uh, the anchor is going to fall into the ocean and take them with it. But they have a thirty second delay because if they because uh, during before the delay, a uh, box will open in front of uh, the winner for a key that will get let them unshackle themselves. But in order to do so, they have to like beat the other guy, and the other guy has to get uh, dragged into the ocean. And an additional uh, bit of two additional uh, conditions. The first is if they spend sixty minutes doing nothing. Or I, maybe it's just an overall 60-minute time limit. Yeah, it's just an overall 60-minute time limit. If nobody is yeah. won by that point, they both they, get dragged into the ocean. That's so funny, because why they changed that. It was 40 for us. Hmm. That seems like the most... 
Yeah, huh. 40 minutes. That's okay. like the most inconsequential thing. Yeah. Maybe because they wanted to make it more sense time-wise because this is a four-parter. I mean, look, I'm a 12-year-old watching Yu-Gi-Oh! on Saturday morning. I can't comprehend 40 minutes, but I can comprehend an hour. So, yeah. I That's it tracks. to be, like, round. It's just, like, one yeah. instead of 40. There you go. And there's one other condition. Uh, Taya is strapped to a chair. A cyber chair. Yeah, this yeah, weird very, cyber chair. Very high-tech chair. And I... And Can I talk about direct- this chair for a minute? Oh, go ahead. Because it is a cyber chair, and I, I just... I know this is just, like, a pointless, stupid question, but, like, how... What... Who set that up? Like, obviously, who set up the death trap? That was probably a whole elaborate thing. They built this square dock with a hole in the middle and then had to string up this anchor from girders and shit. Uh, but what? why couldn't it have just been, like, a lawn chair or something? Like, it had to be this... <laughs> like, this chair looks like it is probably bolted to the pier for some reason just because it has to be uh yeah and it has like electric locks that just automatically go around your hands and legs Mm -hmm. uh instead of i don't know just tying her to it with rope uh yeah i merrick is extra he's very extra yeah it seems like a lot of money to spend on something that uh, could just as well be done with I don't know. Yeah. You could just tie her up and make her sit down there. Like it's, she's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, for I for mean, I, I feel like his creed is if it's worth doing, it's worth doing a lot. That's where the additional caveat comes in. If yeah. there is any outside interference to end the duel prematurely, then there will be then the shipping crate that's positioned directly above uh, Teia's head will drop, crushing and killing her instantly. Is it just suspended there? Uh, it's like it's like on a crane that yeah. it's being They're, operated okay, by a rare right. hunter. I, yeah. I didn't know if they actually had like the, the the influence of the rare hunter who has like the the remote in his hand. Oh yeah, um, it's like the trolley problem where if somebody doesn't yeah. force the container to drop, then nobody's responsible. Like <laughs> if if you don't pull, but the if somebody lever. is directly responsible for Taya's death, then it's bad, and they have to censor it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what what prompts them to show off the crate above Anzu is that, of all people, Kaiba is like, hey, uh, this is a little too much, guys. <laughs> yeah, Ka- Kaiba is like, okay, well, I mean, magic tricks, I don't believe in those, fuck that, but like, uh, people could die, and that's a little too much for me. Uh, and yeah. he tries to call off the duel, but uh, if if anybody tries to call off the duel... Then they, is that, yeah, if anyone tries to stop it, they'll drop the shipping container on Taya. We did an on Kaiba's going nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at this point, he unbrainwashes Ansu so she can, like, be forced to enjoy the carnage, essentially. It's messed up. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. I, I, I love that. It's, it's like, you know, Pegasus was, you know, one of the best villains of all time, but he would not go this far what like he never wanted to kill anyone he just wanted to like trap him in cards malik is like let's <laughs> do i look like a man with a plan malik is basically no, the he Joker. absolutely does he set up all this all this fucking shit he set up a rube goldberg device to kill them uh, mm. if anybody loses or tries to stop the duel i i think he absolutely has a plan i th- i should have thought of a better joker quote for him hmm. <laughs> um oh what? also uh Yugi is not allowed to use Slifer the Sky Dragon. Yeah. Oh, that's it. That's That's right. That's the final caveat before. Mm. Um, Yeah. But the important thing is, he takes out Slifer from his deck. Because basically, Malak's like, hey, if you fall and drown, I don't want Slifer getting destroyed because I need that thing. So he takes out Slifer and replaces it with Red Eyes. Yeah. Which is like, like, this is like beginning to make me start to mark out. I'm like, oh my god. Like, yeah. It's it's so good. Yeah. Part of it. So, like, Yami just, like, specifically keeps the special cards in his dual host holster. <laughs> it's, like, studded leather belt that has, like, a pocket for cards. Yeah, he, he does very much say, this is where I keep my special cards. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, obviously he's taking out red eyes because 
he hopes that if he plays it during the duel, that might be able to drag Joey back into his senses. Yeah, and like the duel begins, Taya does not really understand what's going on at all. Because she's just been brainwashed during that whole explanation. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think next there's like an, another cut to uh, Tristan and Serenity. They, yep. They've they arrived in Domino City and they're trying to find Joey. Yeah, I never realized um, that hospital's apparently just in an entirely different city. Yeah, you would yeah. think that Domino is like a fairly large metropolitan center. Yeah. But nope. Um, yeah. when, when they step out, when they step out of the train station, Chizik says, the smell of the city makes me nostalgic. And I don't know about you folks, but I've never been to a city that smells good. They always smell I, like garbage. Yeah, I, I guess... mean, I, I don't live in a big city, but like, from what I know of like, New York, it just smells like shit. Oh, all the time. it smells awful. I hate it. It sucks. Like, I, 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 I can like feel the smell of DC in my memory always, and it's not good, <laughs> let me tell you. I mean, this is all just a result of uh, Kaiba's uh, gentrification process. Oh my god, yeah. Kaiba, like, Kaiba has, like, little little Febreze things planted throughout the whole city <laughs> that always pumps in new card smell everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, let's see, they, so it's just, like, a quick cut of, like, them looking around Domino City, and Tristan wants to try to call Taya, but, uh... Taya's phone got smashed. It's still in, ringing uh, last though, episode, despite yeah. it being smashed. It's yeah. important to note that when he runs over to the payphone to make the call, he just leaves Shizuka standing there by herself, a blind yeah. woman. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know it happens. Say <laughs> lovey. Uh, and then we the, we zoom out a little bit, and uh, some rare hunters walk into frame. Yeah, sinister, mm-hmm. menacing. The the, the go. Kanji from Jojo pops up all over the place. <laughs> um, and, and at this point, we cut back to the main duel. Uh, Yugi summons Gazelle, the king of mythical beasts. and then, not, a, uh, not a gazelle. That, yeah, yeah, it know. is not. It's... Oh, what was it? It was like some weird it's like a lion man, man beast. It's, it's, it's Leomon, basically. Yeah. And then... Uh, I understand that reference. Aha! Then, uh, I don't. Joey Nor uses a card called Raigeki, which destroys all cards on the field. That's my, what it does. Uh, Is that what it does? Uses... I thought it just destroyed a monster. No, it destroys literally everything on the field. My oh. man burns one of the most powerful cards ever in Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm pretty on sure one monster? <laughs> on yeah. one monster on the first turn. Again, he's extra. Very and cool. It's specifically so he can summon Alligator Sword to do a direct attack. Yeah. yeah. Like we said, we a lot this of... is just... He's taking every opportunity, no no holding back, going straight for the life points. We get a lot of good, like, Yugi screaming in this episode because he's getting, like, physically hurt because Kaiba is like, I want these dual discs to hurt the user. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, yeah, this is one of those moments when, like, we were talking to uh, Emily and what's the other one's name? Sally? Sally. Uh, I'm sorry, Sally. Um, where you know the the, the holograms they, they get kind of real depending on how intense the duel is, and this is one of the most intense duels we have had yet. So, if not the most, yeah. uh, so people are getting fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Yugi plays. I think he plays the big big shield gardener, and yeah. you know she plays the big shield gardener. fireball. <laughs> the uh, big shield. You know- Hinotama. Hinotama? Yeah. yeah. It's just fireball in Japanese, turns out. Huh. Um, but that bypasses defenses and damages the opponent directly. Kaiba says that magic cards that strike the opponent directly are forbidden. Um, so he's not that sadistic, I guess. Which is why oh. we've never seen these cards before. Oh, wow. I didn't realize Kaiba had a ban list. <laughs> yeah! Huh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't mention that in the dub. Interesting. Well, now now we know. He yeah. has a tiny bit, tiny, tiny bit of a conscience. Yeah, and also Yugi is screaming in agony when this fireball hits him, and I hate to hear it. Oh, yeah. that's bad. So, like, ugh. Merrick's hanging out on his yacht, yeah. uh, and Odeon comes up, and he's like, Master, uh, we, we've spotted, uh, like, two more of the kids have arrived in the city, uh, and Merrick tells him to just kidnap them and bring them to him immediately. 
Yeah. Yeah, add them to his collection. Yeah, he figures he can use them against them. And um, uh, then we cut to uh, Tristan uh, Tristan and Serenity back in the alley, or back over by the phone, and Tristan, like, quickly, like, carries uh, Serenity, Serenity down an alley since... He just piggybacks her. The rare hunters are coming for them. Yeah, I mean, that's the best way to do it. If she... Yeah. I guess maybe he could hold... No. Holding her hand would still have... That would have trouble. Yeah. So this yeah. is the best way to do it, uh, to get away from the rare hunters. Uh, I I hope that the sub didn't... He wasn't, like, horny, like, oh, Serenity's on my back. Uh, no, he, wasn't he actually wasn't. Oh, yeah, he good. actually honestly wasn't. It was, like, a rare moment of clarity for like, Honda. Good. I still I still hate the man, but... Yeah. Hmm. What can you do? Yeah. Uh, we cut back to uh, the sidelines of the duel, and Mokuba's just, like, expositing all of the conditions to Taya. Uh, yeah, and then she she basically, you know, she hears all this and she says, drop the crate on me, like, I don't care, as long as you find a way to save Jinochi and Yugi, like, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with dying. Like, it's a lot. Yeah. Did she say that in the dub? She, I mean, not I, not exactly, but she's like, yeah, drop the crate on me. It'll, like, they didn't that's, really that's... say that in the dub, but that is, wow. I, yeah. Damn, in the good. In the dub, she's just, mostly just wondering why they don't end the duel. She doesn't bring up the... She doesn't even... It's like she doesn't even realize the the crate's even there. Yeah. Um, and even Kaiba wants Yugi to save Jinochi. Mm. Like, I, I don't I don't have an exact quote, but basically Kaiba's like... Joey to die. Like You'd think, but like, it's amazing. I guess he maybe did retain a little bit of teamwork friendship from last mm. episode, because he says something... I don't know if he... I think he just says it to himself. But it's basically along the lines of, like, you know, Yugi, you have to find a way to save him. Like... I love Kaiba so much. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a soul somewhere in there. Deep down. Deep, uh, deep, deep down. Is that, is that the end next? of the episode? Um, uh, a couple more turns happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Yugi one... plays Karibo face up in attack mode uh, as bait to lure Joey's alligator sword into his yeah. spellbinding circle. There's like this bit where after Karibo gets summoned. Like, Joey Nord is mad at Yugi, and he thinks he's trying to throw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we also see Karibo, like, cringes in fear as oh. Alligator starts to attack. It's like, yeah. uh, no. You hate to see it. Yeah. Oh, poor Karibo. Karibo's a friend. Um, and yeah, the, basically, the episode ends with Yami screaming in agony once more because he gets hit with another fireball. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So. <laughs> so you um, want to do uh, Queens of Games? I would love to do Queens of Games. Let's go to the gaming corner. Let's hop in my car and drive to GameStop. Um, Argyle. Yeah, what's up? Um, what you been gaming? Um, so, I don't know, I've been playing a bunch of stuff. Uh, just kind of bouncing back and forth. There's a lot of games that I need to get back to, obviously. I'm never going to finish a game for as long as I live. But at the moment, uh, yesterday, I started playing Ape Escape 2. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah, I saw those uh, tweets, I think. Monkey. Trail. Yeah, I bought it a while back and played it a little bit and then just fell off after, like, I don't know, a couple days. But uh, I've started over and I'm getting back into it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, like, mm-hmm. just kind of, it, it's got an interesting control scheme, uh, like, this was before, like, the standardized, like, uh, you know, uh, hit, you know, use the left stick to move, right stick to camera, so in the, the right stick instead, it determines, it's how you swing your weapon, or, like, use whatever tool you're using, uh, and it'll swing in whatever direction you point the stick, uh, which is very nice. The control, the camera controls obviously suffered due to that, but they're not... They're, they're easy enough to deal with, and you can adjust it with the D-pad if you need to. Um, hmm. the, lots of cool gadgets to hunt the monkeys with. You know, you've got your basic stun baton, the net, the RC car, the Aquanet, the satellite radar dish, the uh, hula hoop. Uh, and all, to catch all these uh, different monkeys... Uh, different themed monkeys that uh, wearing different color pants 
and costumes and have funny names uh, based that are all a lot of them are references to things like oh. uh, Simeon Seagal or <laughs> one that is named uh, Clint Apewood. There is, <laughs> I think there's a Vincent and Jules as well in that level, like from Pulp oh, Fiction. Wow. Uh, and one that is named Bidet because he is sitting on a fountain. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it's a ton of fun. Uh, I, I've never, pl- I, I think I played the first one like years, like when I was a real little kid, like, uh, but other than that, I, I, it's, it's been like a very, very long time since I've played it and it's something that I do have some nostalgia for because, I mean, despite not having a PlayStation, the few times I was able to play it, I really, you know, liked it. Um, I I don't know when the most recent game in the series was out, but, like, if a new Ape Escape came out, like, these days, if, like, they made a new Ape Escape, I would uh, go Ape. <laughs> All right. I haven't really been yeah, gaming but... this week, so I'm just going to pass. <laughs> okay. Happens to the best um... of us. Yeah, I've been playing Dark Souls, the third one in the series of Dark Souls games. Um, this is com- this is still coming off of. Second it's my Run least Bloodborne. favorite one, by the way. Uh, I'm just really gonna put this take out there. Dark Souls three, it's the worst one. Huh? I don't think fuck. I've ever heard anyone say. Usually, I hear people say two is the worst one, but yeah, fuck that. Two's the three. best one. Fuck you. Damn. 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 Okay. All right. We got we got spicy takes incoming. Um, uh, Bloodborne real- probably the best, but like. Out of just oh, the I, I, yeah. Dark Souls, two is my favorite. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm basically playing them in reverse order at this point. Um, mm-hmm. But well, three came after Bloodborne. But regardless, since I since I, I'm coming off of um, Sekiro and Bloodborne, I never have used a shield because why would I use a shield when time spent blocking could be time spent attacking? Uh, um, hmm. Like I feel like. And since Dark Souls 3 came after Bloodborne, uh, FromSoft definitely learned a lot of things about how to, like, translate that more aggressive playstyle to the more defensive playstyle of Dark Souls, so a lot more things seem viable. Um, but I don't even know where I am at this point. I'm in the Cathedral of the Deep. Um, it's fun. I, I am really, really enjoying it. I'm using Twin Blades because they're they're apparently they're, like, broken, but also it's just, like, I like attacking fast with many weapons at once. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool. I like that it's in Lordran that, like, you can kind of tell that you're in areas that are either implied to be areas from the previous games or just straight up are areas from the previous game. Um, you know, I, I'm not, like, a huge Dark Souls lore master. I know more about Bloodborne and Sekiro, but, like, it's fun. I, I, I very much enjoy it. Um, I, <laughs> I, had, I played up until, like, the Cathedral of the Deep without realizing that I had two undead bone ashes. And I didn't know that oh, I could nice. buff the, the main bonfire. Cool. So the whole time I was just with regular Estuses. And I was like, these aren't healing a whole lot. Mm. No, I just had I had to pour my, my ash into the fire. Yeah, I'm good I, now. It's have a, you played Dark Souls 2? Dark Souls 2 is the only one I haven't played, actually. Oh, it's really good. Uh, Scholar of the First Sin, um, it's kind of controversial. Yeah, they changed like the layouts and everything. Yeah, it's yeah, it's mostly just like enemy layout and item layout and stuff. Uh, but it, I mean, I think it's still a very good game. Uh, it may or may not be better depending on who you ask, you know. But I, I, either way, I think it's good. Right. I mean, after three, I'm definitely going to go to two. I'll, I just think it's like, like a lot more consistently good than mm. like one and three. I think one and three probably have higher highs, but like they have some pretty low lows for me. Yeah, you mean like the freaking crabs? I yeah. hate those crabs so much. They're bastards. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's my thing. Um, and we do have a reminder for all you listeners. Yeah, uh, the yeah. Uh, the Cup of Greed tournament is coming soon, and registration is closing very soon. Uh, it'll be closing on the 24th, I believe. Yes, that is Friday, uh, May 24th. Yeah, so... Uh, so you've got a couple days left. Uh, make try to uh, register before it's too late. Uh, we'll Have a character be starting... in mind with a gimmick and a deck. Yay! Yeah, um, by the time this episode is out, you'll have like a couple days to register. Yeah, and um, hey, even if you only have like the idea and you don't have time to make a deck quite yet, you can still register ahead of time. 
maybe yeah. just you know there's still a couple weeks before the tournament actually happens so you you know you've got time uh, yeah, yeah we're giving ourselves like a, a little over a week to actually like organize and organize yeah, organize and set the whole tournament up so, like the duels don't start until june so if, if you know you want to join in but still don't have time for like to flesh out your character or deck just by all means please register and then you can work on that in the meantime as long as we know that you're you know going to be a part of it yes yeah. but i mean if, if you don't if you're not going to be able to do that, uh, please don't sign up because I mean yeah. it's going to be a, a pain in the ass to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and if you don't want to do it, no pressure. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, we've got some yeah, people in the thing. server that just they just play the card game and they're not even in the tournament. Or, well, like yeah. one person that does that. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> um. So, all right, let's everyone. We got to go back in my car. We got to drive back to the docks and, right. and watch watch another episode. Can we get McDonald's on the way back? Okay. There actually, there's a McDonald's right next to my GameStop, so it's fine. Oh. Um, it, it checks out. The geography makes sense. <laughs> um, so, episode 76. Reach him, Red Eyes B Dragon of Friendship. It Friends do be the dragon of friendship. <laughs> Red Eyes B Dragon. Red Eyes do be dragon friendship. Um, so starting out, we get like a very metal Yami quote. It basically says, I'm not feeling pain because of the fireballs. I'm feeling pain because you've lost your duelist's heart. Oh. 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 Cuts to your core. I don't think we got that. We, oh. we do get a thing about Yugi comes up with a plan. So he like contacts Yami, who's who's uh, in charge right now, and tells them that they need to switch sides. This is Yugi... the... I I love this conversation here. This yeah. Is, uh... Yeah, I marked out big time. Yeah. yeah uh, like, go ahead. Like, Yami's like, are you sure? it's This is going to be really dangerous, and you're not going to enjoy it, and there are immense risks if you lose. And Yugi's like, I know, I understand. It's not just something I want to do. It's something I feel I have to do. Yeah, this is, uh, oh wait, no, that's something like, that's later. This is when we get the flashback to the burning warehouse. Yeah, 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 this is, uh, this is great, there's another great moment later, we'll get to that, sorry, I thought these both happened at the same time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like, Joey is his friend, like, if anybody's gonna be able to shake him out of this, it's gonna be Yugi, uh, so, like, he, he... Tell, he demands that Yami let him take over. Yeah. And Malik hates to see this. Oh, he basically, yeah. He was not prepared for the vessel to fight Genochi, so he's like, can't get his revenge now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he wants to duel the Pharaoh, and he thinks that the yeah. Pharaoh is chickening out. Yeah. Um, but basically, he knows that as if Yugi gets hurt too much, the Pharaoh's going to take over again, so he's like, well, just gotta keep on kicking this kid's ass. Things will work yeah. out in the end. So, I think at this point, like, he uh, does draw red eyes. Yeah. Uh, wait, no, we, this, before that, we cut to, um... No, no, we don't. No, we don't. Yugi does draw the red eyes. Oh, he just draws it, and then we cut. Yeah. Okay, alright. Um, Sorry. This is a so, really good bit. Yeah, so, they're at, Honda and Shizuka are in the Dementor Tunnel from Harry Potter. <laughs> um... <laughs> He he's running he's running through with uh with Chizuka on his back, um, and Honda. I also forget that he too fought alongside Genoshi, and he can fight very very well. Oh yeah, he's he a just lands like a he lands a single haymaker on a ghoul and just like basically KOs him. I mean, it's obviously so that doesn't happen in the dub, but uh, <laughs> oh, it's right. good to hear. He just yeah. get cartoon punching noises. I don't think that even happens. Yeah, oh, beans. Yeah, they're just getting cornered and. But Tristan is ready to fight. He yeah, doesn't fight, he's, he's but he's got his ready. Fists up, but uh, yeah. you can tell he's uh, if he's going to swing them, it's not going to be on screen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, at this point. Yeah, go ahead. It's yeah. uh, D six X Machina. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. He, the rare hunters start getting dice thrown at them, and Duke Devlin's there. 
yeah. precision dice throws. Yeah, he's he's like flicking them at them like uh like Star Platinum flicks the bullets. <laughs> oh my that god. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally shooting the BBs like they're shooting rat. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. And he, he's just fucking he's hitting them like right in the eyes too. Like he's 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 not pulling any punches. He he's yeah. accurate with these things. He's not throwing punches either. Whoa, is that Duke Devlin? <laughs> yeah, um, and then basically Honda has Shizuka, and he's she's, he's like, thanks, come with us, explain later. And he's like, all right, whatever, dude. Yeah. It's just, he's a good friend that he just mm-hmm. sees he's, his friends, <laughs> like, immediately, it's like, how many dice do you think this fan carries on him at any given time? He's got uh, a dice pouch. Yeah, I mean, he only <laughs> threw four. He's got, he's got, like, at least ten times that many. He, he makes them yeah. count. He's ready he's, to he's got play. A, he's got, like, dice hidden, like, in his boot. Like, you know, like yeah. he, like he, a special ops guy would have a knife in his boot. He has a dice bandolier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, gonna... He is ready to play Shadowrun. He is ready to just <laughs> just play a game where he throws a fistful of D6s to determine his role. <laughs> um... So now, we cut back to the duel, and Yugi has already drawn the red eyes, and he wants to summon it to reach Jinochi's heart, because but, that's how that works. Uh, he also doesn't want to summon it because, uh, due to, I mean, he has a bunch of powerful magic cards. The odds of him playing one that will just outright remove red eyes from play is too high. He doesn't want to do that. So he comes up with a plan of how oh he could God. maybe show the card to Joey without summoning it. Oh, it's so good. Uh, and Kaiba, meanwhile, says, all right, Yugi, it's time to sink or swim, quite literally. Uh, <laughs> why, would you, why would you need to say literally, Kaiba? Oh, uh, you know, just, you know. <laughs> it's good. We love it. Yeah. And we, um, we get a flashback. To the ring of friendship from the very first episode. Mm-hmm. And despite yeah. the, the ink fading, nothing can break that bond. Yeah. They'll always be friends. Always. Um, so... Yugi will always be there for Joey. And Joey will always be there for Yugi. Yeah. That's, that's a promise they made each other, and Yugi will never break a promise to a friend. No, no matter what. what. No matter what. No matter what. Um... So, Yugi plays a card called Exchange, mm-hmm. where basically you show your your hand to your opponent, and you, you each take one card from each other. Um, so as Joey Nort is walking over, he's like, "Wow, your 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 hand must really suck if you need to have if you need to take <laughs> one of my cards." And then he sees it. Yep. Oh God, it's so good. Yeah, he puts the red eyes up front and just immediately. Yeah. Like, Joey is... He's struggling, but, like, he's fighting it. And he's, like, shaking, trying... Just, like, trying to fight against Merrick's mind control as much as he can. Uh, But Merrick is able to take back control. Uh, But as he goes to grab the red eyes, Joey's able to fight just enough that he grabs a different card. Oh, Mm -hmm. my God. I'm, like, screaming at my computer at this point. It's incredible. Yugi's like, I knew you didn't lose your duelist's heart. <sighs> so good. And, like, then, like, I think Yugi takes his own card, uh, or takes a card from them, and... Uh, he gets he's... the Ultra Hand from uh, yeah. Nintendo. Yes, th- oh my god, I knew that there was, like, something I could make a joke out of that for. Yeah. We love it. Um... And then we get to see Yuki play Red Eyes. Yeah. yeah. I love, I love, Red Eyes to me is so much cooler than Blue Eyes. I've always yeah, and this. when he plays it, uh, Joey is even more distraught. Like, he, he's, you know, he's shaking, he's struggling. Yeah. Like, you can see his eyes, like, fading back and forth between, like, zombie mode and Joey mode. Uh, oh my god. It, it, it's, like, it's happening. Like, it, it's still a hard fight, but... Yeah, you know, the, the um, friendship. It's breaking through. It's friendship, baby. We get a we do get a short little scene at this point of Rashid talking to Malik, saying he's reporting the failure of capture for Honda and Chizuka, 
and Malik just like backhands his face with the Millennium Rod. Like that thing's sharp. That thing's oh, gonna hurt. We didn't get that. We did not get yeah, that. Yeah, I, he's I, just I, like, well, then why the fuck are you here? Go and get them, idiot. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Mm. Also, and I, I, I forgot to mention this earlier. Malik's wearing cargo pants. Hell yeah. Huh. This man is peak early 2000s fashion. I love I, it. it looks your faith good. could never... Rate, rate his fit. 10 out of 10. Yeah. I love all the jewelry. Oh. All the all the eyeliner. It's mm. always good to me. He's working it. Yeah. Yeah. Just hanging out on his boat inside the dock by himself. <laughs> he, he, he really needs some friends. He really... <laughs> this poor man needs friendship. God. So, um. like, Red Eyes doesn't attack. And then Yami, like, tries to, like, get to Yugi and, like, ask him to take over. But, like, Yugi... He takes off the puzzle. Yeah, and he tells him that does he does not does... let Yami yeah. take back yeah. control. He needs oh to fight God. his own battles. And I'm... didn't didn't we get uh, this speech? Uh, can I cite it? Yes, I, 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 I wrote like the whole thing down. <clears throat> oh, go ahead. I have, I, I have the speech in the sub too. <laughs> Since the day I put together the Millennium Puzzle, you've given me hope, courage, and confidence. You've even helped me to make new friends. But I can't go through my life depending on you. I need to know that even without the Millennium Puzzle hanging around my neck, I can still be brave and help out my friends. I guess what I'm saying is, sometimes I need to prove to myself that I can be like you without you, you know? Mm-hmm. And that that last sentence uh, is, I mean, that basically sums up Yugi's entire arc over the course of the series, and uh, yeah. it, it's, uh, it, 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 it got me a little misty. Yeah, yeah, that is that is like inarguably better than the sub. The sub speech is basically the same, but it's just so much better in the dub. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, and he knows a single mistake could mean his death, but he's so determined to get Genochi back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and then and then he gets lit on fire again. <laughs> yami, uh, Yami understands, and if Yugi believes in himself, then so does Yami. So yeah. Mm-hmm. He trusts the fate um, of the world to him and knows that you, you won't disappoint him. Ugh. He put the team on his back, though. And yeah. now it's time um, to save the world and his friend on his own. Yeah. So, like, another Hinotama goes off and Yugi is down to 1,000 life points. Like, Yeah, he ain't doing so hot. <clears throat> well, he is because of the fire, but mm. you know what I mean. We cut to uh, Tristan, Serenity, and Duke Devlin, and they're like, Hiding in a truck bed from the rare hunters, and and like they go over why are, why is Duke here? He just thought it sounded fun. Yeah, he's like, like yeah, uh, I saw the tournament. It looked cool, so I just figured I'd check it out. Yeah. Oh my god! In in the sub, he says he's basically here for business and just wanted to come say hi to Yugi. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Even mm. better, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we do he's... get one bad line here where he yeah. asks who Serenity is, and Tristan says, To you, she's off limits. Oh, God. It's that's... disgust. I hated it. God, that's yeah. awful. Oh, it's in... one of the worst things he's like, like said in, I think, so far in the dub. Yeah. Honda, Honda die, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, in the sub, he, like, Otogi just thinks, you know, Otogi's Duke. Um, he just thinks that she's cute. Like, but the fact that he has to say that, it's like, can we just, like, have a normal character that doesn't get sexualized all the time, please? Yeah, Duke God. literally just asks, like, hey, who is that? And, and just Tristan immediately. <laughs> no, yeah. she's mine. Oh, I hope he gets hit by a car. God, uh, let's see, so, like, she explained, but, he explains that's Joey's sister, and Duke's like, alright, wasn't he the guy I made dress up in a donkey costume? Yeah. <laughs> he does say that. <laughs> Oh, it's <laughs> she. Um, she like kind of hear overhears them talking. Um, and she knows that he's in danger. Um, she doesn't know that uh, Duke made him dress up in a doggy costume. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's more important that she doesn't know that. That would definitely <laughs> that would affect how much she likes Genochi. <laughs> oh, oh no. Um. So so we cut back one last time to the duel and like I know the ending of this duel is going to kill me for real. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. Yugi is beat to hell. 
he has like actual burns on his body, basically. Yeah. yeah. Like he he's limping across the arena to like holding the the Millennium Puzzle out to Joey. Oh. Uh, yeah. he, and as he's doing this, the- Joey plays a card, a couple of cards that weaken the the red eyes, and it's also like it it slumps over, like it looks like it's sick and about to die, just of like a disease. Like it, 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 it it's all bad. You hate to see it. Uh, you hate it. Like I, I uh, they, they both look just awful. Uh, but uh, he's walking over to Joey, and he gets there, and uh, he wants to give something that's meaningful to him, like Joey gave him the red eyes. So he gives him his most prized possession, the Millennium Puzzle. Oh my god. Yeah. So, I mean, that... the reasoning we get in the sub is basically is like, if I die, I want you to be sure to keep this safe. And now mm. it's it's like a piece of Yugi is with Joey, yeah. like the Red Eyes is with Yugi. And uh, this yeah. is probably just killing Merrick, because he there's nothing he wants more than the Millennium Puzzle. Yeah, he's going yeah. batshit. Yeah, God. Um, and and that's, that, that's, that's, that's the end. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I would like to make a prediction. I'd have, I don't know how this ends. I mean, presumably, you know, everything will end up fine. I'm going to Babe Ruth call my shot right now. Um, Shizuka is going to show up there, take her bandages off. That's going to snap Joey out of it. And then mm-hmm. Joey and Yugi are going to find a way to basically lower each other's life points to zero at the same moment. They can both get the keys and escape. That's, I think don't that's, say anything. I think that's not say that's anything. not very far off. But uh, okay, cool. Like I that that's my prediction, just based on how much I know about this show at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it is. I I am like going to watch these episodes tonight. Like I cannot wait to find oh, out yeah. the end of this. I'm I'm so in. Yugi yeah. is good, you guys. Yeah, Yugi is really good. Yeah, Yugi like, is really good. Yeah, like I said at the beginning, like these are landmark episodes. Yeah. Like these these you know like there have been. You know, there's a lot of throwaway yeah. episodes. You know that. Yeah. But, and, you know, uh, sometimes you get an episode like this down the pipe, and it, it's it's devastating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's about where we cut off in this episode. So, let's uh, move on to... Beyond to Yeah! Who are we talking about this week? Okay, so, since uh, Odeon got... Odeon's character got a uh, name dropped. Uh, I decided to go with uh, Odeon's voice actor, uh, David Brimmer, also known as uh, J. David Brimmer uh, or David J. Brimmer. Uh, he has a history of uh, he did a lot of work with uh, Four Kids in the Two Thousands. Uh, yeah, like many Four Kids actors, uh, he was in. Uh, uh, let's see, he. He played a. Let's see. He uh, was a couple different characters in One Piece. Uh, a character named uh, Crocodile slash Mister O. Uh, he was. Uh, let's see. He was in. Oh, he was in a uh, an old Berserk uh, dub as a uh, Zod Nosferatu. Uh, I don't know who any of these characters are. <laughs> some bit characters in Pokemon. Uh, he he's in a show called. Uh, he's in the dubs of a show called Arya. The animation has a character named Murata Izumo. Damn, I didn't know that she got her own show. Uh. Oh! <laughs> I was I, hoping that would land. I think I the only it. really big role I can Arya find Stark. is, like, uh, the Professor Pester from Viva Pinata, maybe? Those were uh, fun Not a lot of big roles, but according to this, he is also a fight choreographer. Oh, uh, what? that's interesting. Yeah. In, like, theater performances, he choreographs, like, the fight scenes, and he's been doing this for a while. He's actually, like, he's actually, like, a, uh, an instructor for stage combat at uh, New York University's, uh, looks like, Tisch School of the Arts. Huh. Yeah. That's he's, so cool. Yeah. He's got a, a bunch of, like, experience teaching this at a couple different universities and theater companies and whatnot. Uh... He's the former president of the New York Fight Ensemble uh, and a member of the Society of American Fight Directors holding the title of Fight Master. Hell yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, so, like his, that's basically all I've got to go over for uh, 
David Bremer. The uh, fight master. Oh. Yeah. The one and only. The one and only. Yeah. There's probably, um, I, I'm, I, I'm sure there are other fight masters, but yeah, he's the only <laughs> one in my heart. <laughs> um, so we have a couple of questions this week. Yeah, we got a good um, amount of questions, didn't we? We got a good yeah. one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> first one comes from Anonymous. Hey, everyone, specifically Max, are your feet dry? I, Listener, I don't like this question. I hate it. I don't know what it means, but I don't like it. Last week, it was raining really, really hard, and I stepped in a puddle at the beginning of my work day, and my feet were wet all day, and it was gross. Mm-hmm. Um, listener, I'm happy to report that, yes, my feet are dry. It is a beautiful day outside, and I was like, it's like like low 70s, high 60s. It's the perfect weather. Mm. Thank you for checking in. Yes. My girl. This, this is, this, that was this week's uh, Max's foot status. <laughs> Tune in next week. Hopefully we do that enough, so I'll have to make a sting for it. Mm. No, please. Uh, I I will quit the show if that happens. <laughs> uh, next question. Uh, Anonymous asks, would you have liked to hear No Matter What again for these episodes? And if so, at what point? Um, uh, always, I, I, every I, point. I'm going to be honest. I actually thought about this a lot. And I, I don't know. I don't think I really do. Um, uh because will... it, it, it's a very like genuine, like ger- like genuinely like dramatic uh, and emotional set of episodes, and I don't know if the the like kind of like cheesy sort of no matter what thing would work uh, right. quite as well. Yeah, it could. I it's don't a know bit how more this... serious than you know the yeah. Evie Joey duel in season one. Yeah. You know? hmm. Yeah, it'll definitely work better for the next Yugi Joey Duel that yeah. I know exists later on in this. Yeah, yeah I'm not I, aware of that one, but I don't uh, know sure. how uh, this, how uh, the second half of these go, but maybe somewhere at that point, like I'm sure maybe whenever Joey breaks higher. free of the brainwashing or something. Yeah, that might be good. Yeah. Uh, host of the show Sarah McCostumes asks, if you had to fight your fellow co-host to the death in this or any other other kind of Yamino game. <clears throat> How would you get out of it? Uh, I would not. I'm sorry. I would not hesitate to kill any of you in a, in a moment's notice. I'm sorry. If my Good, life because... was on the line, no, fuck it. You're, you're, yeah, that's fine. You're I would just done die. I, I would, would just die. let you kill me. Yeah. Same. Okay, so the two <laughs> our, of you would die, is... <laughs> and I would kill you. Uh, next question. <laughs> Thanks for your question, Sarah. I don't think you're prepared for us to just accept our fate so easily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't accept my fate. Um, well, th- that's true. Dan and I did. You you specifically went against it. Um, it's the prisoner's dilemma. You gotta fuck over the other guy. Like, no. Yeah. Um, next question comes in from Anonymous as well. When is Duke making his own Dice Battle City filler arc? Hmm. Please. Oh, I want that... that so bad. I, I, I'm now imagining how some sort of, like, Gaiden show... That's about a different guy who's really good at Dungeon Dice Monsters and has to has to play Dungeon Dice Monsters against Duke Devlin. Mm. No, oh, oh, I got it, I got it. It's 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 set during Battle City, but any other game is illegal during Battle City, so he has to like. There's an underground hold, like, Dungeon Dice Monsters has, ring. Yes, he has to hold like shady illegal Dungeon Dice Monsters <laughs> battles while Battle City. And is that's going the on. business he's in Domino for. Oh my God! It's confirmed. Word of the week. Yeah, I was just on my way down to uh, uh, my underground dueling club. Uh, I figured I'd drop by and uh, tell Yugi uh, hello. <laughs> uh, don't tell anybody. I, I don't tell anybody about what I just said. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. And Kaido's right there the whole time as he's talking. <laughs> what is this loser talking about? <laughs> it's not dual monster, so I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's Kaido. That's Kaiba. Yeah, he outlawed all other games, but also, like, he just tunes out all other games also, so it doesn't matter if you're talking about it right in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last question from Anonymous. Y'all, isn't it fucked up that this is the only time Raugeki shows up? I can't believe that. Yeah. It's such, like, well, it's not, like, an important card. It's not, like, Pot of Greed. But <laughs> Raigeki is like a very ubiquitous Yu-Gi-Oh card. I feel like, like I'm, I feel like everyone who plays Yu-Gi-Oh knows about Raigeki. It's extremely it's so powerful, like, you know, absurdly like, powerful. Uh, yeah. It's it's like a 
playing Hearthstone, like everybody knows about like what Firestorm, I think it was. It's a mage hmm. card. It just clears yeah, the yeah, board. Yeah. Like it, it's it's the the hardest of hard removals you can get. Like that it's you know it's yeah. it's a lot. Like it is surprising yeah. that nobody else uses it because it's so damn useful. Uh, you I know? will. And, like, people continue using Pot of Greed, which is, you know, also overpowered. Insane value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I will say, though, if if killing Raigeki means that we can see Pot of Greed even more, I would do it in an instant. Yeah. I would Raigeki Raigeki. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, I am Dan Silva. You can find me at, at Mike underscore Dawson with a zero on Twitter. You can find my comedy blog at Xbox underscore Holiday, where uh, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Uh, recently, it was a Happy Vesak Xbox. That's a, that's a, a regional Indian holiday. Oh, oh nice. Uh, yeah, I tried to throw a bunch of those in. Yeah, I, I'm glad, I'm, I, I do like that uh, Usher yeah. does celebrate. All sorts of international holidays, not yeah. just you know the ones that we know here in America. He's worldly. Yeah, he's a man of the world. He's a true Renaissance man, honestly. Yeah. Um, Dan, didn't you have some shoutouts? Oh yeah, well? I also want to just do. I've got a couple things, but I'll just keep it quick. Uh, I'd like to uh, shout out. Uh, fuck, what was I gonna shout out this week? Uh, oh yeah, I was gonna shout out uh, the new Orange Groves podcast. Uh, Nervous Rex, uh, that's <laughs> starring, uh, let's see, let me just double check who the hosts on that are. Um, I, I know Joe is in it. Yeah, Joe and, okay, uh, it's, uh, Joe and, uh, Chris, uh, they're going through, uh, Evangelion, one of them has, uh, watched for the first time, and one of them is rewatching. Uh, yeah, Evangelion's a good show, isn't it on Netflix now? Uh, not yet. It'll be going up in June, I believe. Damn, that's pretty soon. Mm. Uh, um, Argyle, no where can we find you? Uh, I am Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk. And um, you can also listen to the Extra Credit podcast, which I used to be on. Uh, dot us. I heard the F plus proper had like a big charity thing recently. I saw yes, a bit of uh, it. That that was uh, that's Garbage Day. They've been that's the third annual one. Uh, it's a big charity stream that they do where I mean they just read you know their usual shit for twenty four hours straight, uh, and they have artists on during it to draw. Uh, you know, like fan artists usually. Um, uh, and it, it's a lot of fun. It's a little bit too much for me just because uh, I'm bad at watching streams. Like, I just can't keep my attention focused on it. But they raised uh, way more than their previous record. I think it was like $17,000 um, for... Wow. Uh, it was. It's it's like an abortion like rights charity. Uh, really good. Um, I don't know if you can still donate to it, but yeah, that was a pretty big event. Like, that happens every year. Hmm. Cool. Um, I'm Max. You can find me on Twitter at MaxiBajillion. Um, and I would like to real quick shout out to Bed Bath Bionicle. Um, they just had their finale. And also, I would like to shout out Post Game of Thrones because they just had their finale. The podcast that birthed a thousand podcasts without whom we wouldn't be here. Because yeah. we all met through either this or HKIP, which... Also came from post Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, Semper Funny. Semper Funny. Semper Funny. Thanks, Eddie and um, Brooks. Thank you, Eddie and Brooks. Uh, tw- tw- however many years of Pigot of laughs. Um, and we have been Pod of Greed. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Tumblr at podofgreed.tumblr.com, or you can find us on Twitter at podofgreedcast. Um, don't forget to sign up for our tournament. Um, join our Discord if you want to be a guest on an episode. You can talk to us in our Discord there, or tweet at us, or all that. Um, Is that it? Anything? I, I think that's it. that's it. I place my card face down and end my podcast. I tie an anchor to my ankle and jump into the ocean forever. Goodbye, Funko Pope. Funko Pope. Funko Pope. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Funko Pope. All right. Funko Pope, Argyle. Funko Pope. Excuse me? All right. <laughs> I'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.